grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you the pitfalls, challenges and growth tips with actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Let's dive straight in. Sending emails that people want to open. This is one of the things that I'd say 80, 85% of my clients need support with when they start working with me inside my mastermind. So really thinking about one, being able to grow your email list, which I have another podcast episode on for you already, which I will link to in the show notes, but also thinking, okay, what the hell do I say? So maybe you have a lead magnet and you are growing your email list or you want to send a weekly newsletter or which we're not going to call it that, by the way, I'll acknowledge that now, but you want to send weekly emails or you want to send more emails to your clients in terms of this nurture journey, which we were talking about in the last episode in terms of money making funnels but what do you say and and the key thing really is to think about okay you're spending time writing emails and there's no point doing that if nobody's seeing it it's kind of like writing content writing marketing material that's going out in your digital marketing platforms your social media and no one's seeing it and that is frustrating as hell because time is a commodity time is precious there's only so much of it and we want to be spending your time in the best way possible so one of the things that I help my clients with inside my masterminds and inside my membership inside content clinics is thinking okay what is it that's in your marketing plan what is it that we're going to be putting out that's strategically going to allow your clients to see this transformation, to see this result, to be able to see that you can grow this no like trust. And this is what we're going to be looking at today in terms of sending emails that people want to open. A couple of things that I want to talk about here, open rates. So I want to talk to you about industry standards and all these things that you see that are quoted. When you first start sending emails, when you start growing your list, sending emails, your open rates are going to be higher because you have less people. As this grows, I don't want you to be disheartened if your, if your open rates have dropped. This is very normal. The other thing in terms of industry statistics is say, for example, you're like, oh, you're in the fitness industry and people say that there's an open rate of like 40% and the industry average. People say that you're in the coaching space and there's an open uh, open rate average of, I don't know, 35% or whatever that, whatever that number is that you may have seen, that you may have Googled, that you may be looking for in terms of that one answer. That's all great, right? But, but we need to really be measuring this against yourself. So in terms of what's working for you and what's happening for you and are you growing your open open rates? Are you still converting clients? Are you still signing clients? Are people still booking calls with you and taking that next step? Are people still clicking the links? Are people still opening the emails like time after time after time? There's a song in there somewhere. Um, But the open rates is thinking, you know, actually, let's not start comparing this to every other Tom, Dick and Doodah that's giving you statistics that you need to benchmark yourself against. This is about benchmarking you against you. So that's the first thing before I go into like what you what to say. The, The second part as well of this introduction, I guess, to sending emails that people want to open is the acknowledgement that it is not sneaky if you use hooks. So a lot of people are like, oh yeah, but I don't really want to send that like clickbaity title to get people to open your emails. If you have this mindset and you're sending emails right now that are bloody brilliant or you're creating content that's amazing and you know it's great, but people aren't seeing it, you need to really be thinking about that first piece of that first thing people see we know that attention spans are so short these days so you need to be thinking okay that hook that first line in the post that you write that first line in your email that subject line we need to be capturing people's attention because people are busy and the only you'll know this yourself if you've been maybe you get my emails maybe it's somebody else's emails maybe it's posts that stand out to you it's the ones that grab your attention so please don't be afraid to use hook strategically in a way that's authentic of course and and within integrity you're not going to be saying something 
something that you're not going to deliver. And that's the that's the check mark that I'd, I'd I'd sort of give you that benchmark that I'd give you is saying, okay, if you want to sense check this and make sure that it's okay ethically to like write this and write, you don't want to be writing, okay, let's go with fitness industry again, five tips to lose weight. And then in the email, you give zero tips about how to lose weight. Like you want to be delivering what you say you're going to deliver, but you can still use hooks strategically psycho- with the psychology of sales authentically with integrity in terms of capturing people's attention. So I want you to bear that in mind if that feels tricky, because that's a bit of a bonus tip there before we've even started. Okay, so the three things that we're going to look at in terms of sending emails that people want to open are story-based emails, which work really, really well. And I'm going to explain why with some examples, segueing into lessons and how to do that as well, sharing hints and tips and what kinds of things to share and what things not to share. And then also using these transformation testimonials, case studies to, to help people see how you can help them. So the first thing in terms of sending emails people want to open is this story-based content. So we know that this works well. If you go back to the times of whether you're religious or not, back to the times of the Bible, people remember stories, okay? People remember stories when they can see themselves in the story that helps them with morals, with lessons, with things like that. So if you're not sending emails right now that have anything to do with your life, that don't give people an insight into what you're like, your values, the things that matter to you, things that have happened to you in the past, dreams that you have, ideas that you get, like, these are the things that allow people to create connection with others, right? When we can see ourselves in other people. So I would really encourage you that if you don't do this already, when it comes to sending emails people want to open, is sending story-based emails. I'm going to give you an example of one of my 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 top opened emails ever. And I've been doing this now for about three, three and a half years in terms of email marketing, was a story that I sent to my list. And this got the best response as well in terms of replies, where I told everyone that I stuck my fingers together with super glue because I didn't listen. I <laughs> we broke I, I broke a lamp, a new lamp that had arrived in lockdown as well, which was which was exciting that something could arrive and it was nice to open from Nick. And it was one of those touch lamps. And and I stuck my fingers together because I was it broke and I was trying to fix it and I didn't listen. So again a little bit about my stubbornness a little bit about my personality in there as well and and it honestly people were like that's absolutely hilarious I can't believe that you did that and in the way that the story was told but this creates connection with people people remember stories people remember things that you talk about I know one of my clients who's worked with me now for around about two years said to me when I saw that one post that you wrote on LinkedIn that was talking about I was talking about anxiety and social anxiety and having my first ever first meal out in like nearly two years I think it was she was like oh my god I knew that I wanted to work with you I knew that you were the person that I wanted to help me because I can see that you're genuine. This is the thing when it comes to story-based content. And if you feel like you don't want to lose your privacy and you don't want to talk about your family, you don't want to talk about your kids, you don't want to, I get all of that and you don't have to, but you can find examples based on your opinions, based on things that happen to you every day, like with your, with, either with clients, either if that's when you're out at the supermarket, if you're driving in the car. Again, like I would say one of my favorite stories to tell is that the kind of clients that I want to work with are the people that say thank you when they cross the road at a zebra crossing. Like let's, let's screw entitlement. Let's actually go to like just being polite human beings and having manners. That is a story in itself. And, and me driving in the car and being like, I, I let someone go and they didn't say thank you. Like it's th- things like that where actually these stories exist in your everyday life and they don't have to be where you're giving away all of your secrets and your and, and, and your privacy isn't being jeopardized, you know? So really thinking, sending emails people want to open. Number one is about writing more story-based content. I help you with this in my content clinics inside my membership. I'll leave a link to join us in the show notes for that as well if you'd like to come in and get some support. The second thing is really about how to use this to segue into 
to lesson. So yes, you want to be telling stories, but they need to be relevant to your brand values. So if you haven't done this already, do a bit of a brainstorm and think about what your brand values are, how you want to come across, what you want people people to remember you for, what you want to be known for, and think about examples that allude to those things. So don't just be sharing things not strategically where you're think, saying, okay, you're not, you're not a business coach, but you're sharing loads of information about um, time management, or you're not a graphic designer, but you're sharing about how to use Canva. Like, let's be, let's be realistic about what you're sharing so that you're maximizing your time as well. The second thing when it comes to sending emails that people want to open is actually hints and tips. So there's this whole thing. I was talking to one of my mastermind clients about this this morning in terms of giving everything away and actually not giving anything away. There's a difference in terms of if you're giving everything away, I don't do this out of respect to my paying clients. I'm starting to do this a little bit more, but I don't want to give all of my juicy stuff away that my clients invest quite a lot of money and a lot of time into me to get that support. But what we can do is you can share something. You don't have to not share anything or share everything. Like there is a difference. So thinking about these hints and tips, these points of view, tools that you use that are really helpful specifically to your business, things that are going to help people that they can't Google, right? Things that are going to help people to show that you're you're the person, you're the expert, you're the person to grow this no no love trust factor with them with this specific thing in mind. So emails that share hints and tips. The one that I sent to my list, I believe this morning at time of recording was all about my time management hacks and the things that I do when it feels really overwhelming. And and I do get this too, right? I'm acknowledging that I'm a human and I'm also saying this is what I do. This is what I shared with one of my clients last week. And this has really helped them in terms of prioritization. So hints and tips around conversations that you've had, hints and tips around ways that you suggest to do things, processes, you can share all of that in your emails as well. The third thing in terms of sending emails that people want to open as well as obviously being cautious of using these hooks and being really strategic about how you're writing this with the psychology of marketing and sales is using testimonials and case studies. So thinking, okay, you had a you had a brilliant client who joined you. It doesn't matter how long ago it was from, and they and they went from A to B. They went from A to Z. They went from A to A to G, like whatever it was. And actually using that in your emails as well. So you're allowing people to see how you are positioning yourself as an expert with your hints and tips. You're giving your value and your opinion on things with the story-based content. And then you're allowing your expertise to come through in terms of client proof, social proof in your testimonials and your case studies. And be really strategic about this. You know, if you're launching something, if you're selling something right now on how to help children transition from year six to year seven, and you're sharing things that are to do with something totally different when it comes to your testimonials and your case studies, For example, you're talking about something else to do with kids, something else to do with school years. Maybe you're talking about years one and two, or you're talking about whatever that is. Really, you want to be sharing things that are strategic, these testimonies and cases that are strategic to help people to see that they can have the same result as well as as your clients have had that you've helped your clients get. Those three things that I've shared around sending emails that people want to open is using story-based content. The second is about hints and tips and how to do that, what to say, what not to say. And the third thing is around testimonials and case studies and using those strategically as well. Thanks for listening to the Supercharge Your Business podcast. Before I go, show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving me a review and hitting subscribe. And to connect with me, search Nicole Louise online over on socials. Bye for now.